Want to advertise your business in a cost-effective way? It's time to give podcast advertising a try. Research shows a high rate of podcast listeners made a purchase as a result of an ad they heard on a podcast. Visit podbean.com slash brands to launch a cost-effective podcast advertising campaign in minutes. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N dot com slash brands. So it's the holidays, and if your house is like my house, mm-hmm. politics probably creeps into the conversation somewhere when, you, when you're with your family. It devolves quickly. And one of our colleagues here, Tanya Iser oh, at WFAA, she can tell the stories. Now, she's off this week, actually on vacation in Mexico, but let's give her a call on the beach. See if she answers her phone. Tanya. Yeah? Hey, it's Whiteley and Wheeler. What the f*** do people want? I'm on the beach. <laughs> this is the podcast, but you can't curse, okay? So uh, hold on a second. We're <laughs> I told you, see? Our listeners will appreciate this. Hey, we're doing a, a podcast about, um, I'm only going to take a minute of your time. I know you're on the beach. <laughs> we're doing a podcast about uh, the politics and holidays and I presume that politics probably comes up at the table at uh, at your Christmas gatherings. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to Fredericksburg instead of going home. <laughs> why, why is that? Um, I just I just don't want to talk politics at Christmas, and I know my family won't let it go. Are you, are you really going so, somewhere else so you can get away from it? I don't know if I want to publicize that though, but yes. <laughs> uh, Tanya. Tanya, can you explain? Because everybody's going to go, okay, you know, my family does it too. Yours is maybe a little bit different. It, how bad does it get? So nobody, nobody likes to lose. Everybody's going to argue, and they can't let it go. I, I, I'm a believer in facts, and some of what they argue is not factual, so that makes it very hard to have legitimate discussions. Am I really, are, am I being taped right now? Yeah, yeah, you're on the podcast, Tanya. That's is all we called you. Is it? Does that bother you? Are you kidding me? I'm being taped right yeah, now? Yeah, so, so watch out with the words. Uh, I, I mean, okay. Uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's a very difficult situation. I mean, I think politics has made it a lot harder over the last few years for families, and, and my family's one of them. You all love each it's other, hard. though. Do you like each other? Yeah, we, we like each other, and I went home quite a bit this summer. That was kind of my rationale. <laughs> <laughs> For skipping Christmas. It's just hard. It's just like, I don't want to deal with it at Christmas. Sorry, yeah. what y'all are hearing is I'm literally on the beach right now. Oh, <laughs> no, that and sounds great. they're playing foosball on the beach. We, we like figured foosball. you were. Tanya, you know, we, we kid about it and we joke about it here going off like that, but it, it, it becomes sad, doesn't it? It really does. I think it's. I think all families are affected in one way or another. I guess I feel like for Christmas, I don't want to deal with it. I just want to go somewhere and. And so you're going to send a, you're going to send a card to the family or what? How do you explain that? Well, that's not what I told my mother. I hope my mother doesn't hear this. And you probably don't want to hear from us while you're on the uh, beach vacation in Mexico. Well, I'm on the beach. <laughs> well, I'm a little surprised. Sorry, we bothered no, you. It's okay. I just I need a new pina colada. I'm waiting for my pina colada. All right. Well, we'll get back to it, and uh, we'll see you when you get back, Tanya. 
right. Thanks, guys. Welcome to Yolitics, the home of cold beer and hot takes on Texas politics. I have heard about her family, and I think that's a reality show in the making. We should put her in touch. A political reality show in the making. <laughs> so, so this episode of Yolitics is clearly one that you need to hear before you go to your next holiday party. We're going to get you prepared. We are at Hank's Texas Grill in McKinney, right off 75 in Virginia Parkway. I'm having the uh, a pint of Ziegenbach today, which mm. is an Anheuser-Busch product. Interesting. But it's brewed in Houston and only available in Texas. Am I right, Taylor? I, it's it's a lot like a, a Shiner. I don't want to compare the two, but if you haven't had one, that's what it is. And I am having a glass of bu- uh, blood and honey, and I don't know where that's made, but it's somewhere in, in It's Texas. Revolver, right? Revolver. That Revolver Brewery? Yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's, a, that's a great beer. It is a good one, and uh, they got us seated here next to the big stage in here, and a uh, nice cavernous place, and we're going to have a good conversation that uh, might actually inoculate you come Christmas when you got to meet all the family again. This is uh, George uh, Bohassan. Am I pronouncing that right, George? Yeah, you got it. It's a mouthful. It, it, it indeed is. George is with a group called Better Angels. Now, that might sound like a charity or something like that, but Better Angels really teaches something that I think we can all hear because this country is more polarized than, than I can ever remember uh, right now. And Better Angels essentially gets a group of Republicans together who are pro-Trump and a group of Democrats who are anti-Trump, and it helps them bridge the, close the polarization gap, helps them bridge the divide. Am I explaining this right? Yeah. I mean, I would, I would say, uh, I would, rather than Republicans and Democrats, I'd call them conservatives and liberals. George, your group, Better Angels, does not ask people to abandon their beliefs at all. Oh, not at all. We don't try to change any minds. So what do you do? How do you get them to see the other side? Well, we, what we do is we just get them to sit down and talk to each other, explain how they see the world. And, you know, conservatives and liberals see the world differently. Mm-hmm. But, and that's okay. You know, it's okay to see the world differently. Um, We'd like to set up uh, workshops where there is uh, there's information that's brought forward. Let's say uh, on on different topics like uh, immigration or healthcare, Mm -hmm. and we'll bring we'll bring together information from uh, from balanced sources Mm -hmm. and uh, expose it to people. Is, that's interesting because you have to agree on the facts before you can even have a conversation. And I don't know about what you experience here at Better Angels, but some of the discussions that I've seen, uh, maybe at my own extended family table, is that they don't even agree on the facts. Well, that's absolutely right. And, and it's, really, it's really a problem uh, if you get into a workshop and, and, and you can't get to the real meat of discussions uh, because people are arguing over over uh, facts. Mm. So um, one of the things that, that I've tried to do is, um, and, and I've designed some workshops myself, where um, I try to get folks to um, agree ahead of time, ahead of the workshop, to a set of facts. Mm-hmm. So what I'll do is I'll send out uh, source material. I'll send out background information for people to uh, look at uh, references, and um, uh, and and I'll even pose questions that that we're going to ask conservatives and questions we're going to ask liberals, and I'll ask them to to vet those questions and those materials ahead of time. Too often we are defined by the media caricature mm-hmm. of each side. It sounds like absolutely. Once people sit down and talk with each other, 
they realize how much they have in common. How many have there been in North Texas? There have been dozens, I guess, hundreds. Really? Happening behind the scenes while yeah. we hear all this rhetoric from Washington. Oh, yeah. Well, we have, just in DFW area, um, I've helped to start six groups just in DFW. Getting people talking. Yes. And, you know, around the state, you know, I mean, we have, we have, uh, Austin is, has many groups. Houston has many groups. I mean, it, it's happening all over the state. And you, you, you would, you would think that, that, well, it's like what you guys were saying. You didn't really know about Better Angels before now. There are, there are tens of thousands of, of people who have gone through our workshops. And these are ordinary Texans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have two nephews who, after the election, one conservative and one liberal, who stopped talking to each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, these were brothers who absolutely were uh, at each other's throats over this election. They were that hot over it. I also had friends who, where, the, where the husband wouldn't talk to the wife anymore about politics over the election results over the election results i mean the 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 the, the tone was so heated uh you know uh, uh, uh really uh over trump and hillary i mean there was a lot of emotion that flew in this last election it's a real tragedy but i'm i'll tell you right now there are going to be so many texans listening to this right now who are nodding their head in the car or at home wherever they're listening to this going yep that sounds like so-and-so in my family or my good friend so-and-so who I found out that they support this and I support that and we just can't see eye to eye anymore. Even though we have all these other things in common, if we don't agree on this, we can't be friends anymore or and, we can't talk anymore. And I'm done with that person. Yep. I'm, I'm, I am done with them. They're evil. What are you actually doing to get both sides together and what tools are you giving them to help them see the other's viewpoint? Well, I mean, the, the first thing is to, to try to get um, uh, folks who would be interested in talking with each other. So they have to have an open mind. They have to. And they have to realize that, that, the, that what we're doing now is really uh, hurting our country. That this political divide is something that, that is really threatening our democracy. There are a lot of people who actually believe that violence could break out over, over you know the the animosity that's 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 going on right now. Oh, I've seen people on Facebook call it you know we're we're heading to a civil war here. They've said those words. That's right, you know, and it and it, I, I I'm stunned that it is getting worse. Okay, I mean, I thought it was bad when we started in 20, you know, after the election. But now with impeachment mm-hmm. and with the upcoming election, uh, things are, are getting worse. And it isn't just, you know, me, me and my own personal observation. I mean, these are, these are polls that, are, that have been taken over the last few years, you know, Pew Research and others. And just to be clear, if you're listening and you're a, a Trump supporter here in Texas, and we know that he has quite a few... We're not saying here, uh, you know, obviously, you know, Better Angels started, you know, after the the election, but we're not saying that he is solely responsible here. This is something that goes back a number of years, this polarization in America. It's come to a head now, it seems like, but it's it's been brewing for a long time. Oh, absolutely. You know, I think I think really this has gone. This is this actually goes back decades. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I mean, I think uh, you could you could follow it back to, to Newt Gingrich and, and uh, you know, the, the Gingrich and Clinton uh, battles. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's only gotten worse since then. So yeah, no, we can't we can't blame all this on on Trump. Well, give us a little background on who you are because I, when I was doing some research on you for this podcast, uh, typed your name in. You have an easy name to find since it's so unique, and I saw that you uh, you do some teaching as well. I do. Uh, You've been a couple of places. Your passport has a few stamps. in yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> my pa- my passion is uh, foreign travel. In the uh, in the seventies, um, I quit my job uh, in Silicon Valley. Hmm. Uh, and uh, traveled around the world for two years and visited, I don't know, maybe like 35 countries. Wow. And, um, and uh, I studied uh, their cultures and their languages. I want to hang uh, out with you. Yeah. Uh, I'll be George, a reporter sometime. Let me ask you this. Uh, how does that inform what you're doing with Better Angels? You've, been, you've seen a lot of different societies, a lot of different cultures, and each time you come back, to your home, which is the United States. How does being out and about and talking with other people in different cultures inform what you're doing here? It helps me uh, really see our country from uh, a different angle. Um, But also, too, it helps me appreciate so much what we have here. You know, when I see how other countries are run and, and, and the freedom that other folks have in their countries. I just so cherish uh, what we've had here all my lifetime. How, how successful is this? Have you had people who have gone through it and, I guess, graduated, if you will? Have you had others who just said, you know what, I can't reach common ground with these people? Well, I mean, yeah, we've, we've had, uh, we've, we've had the, <laughs> the whole spectrum. Um, we've had folks who have said, um, now that I understand how these folks think and, and I realize I'm not going to change their thinking, I don't want to be involved in Bitter Angels anymore. Okay. But we've also had folks who have said, you know, they've come up to me after a workshop and they've said, um, I can't believe that I just heard. So this is a conservative who's saying, I can't believe that I just heard the liberals say that they're not for open borders. And, and you know, I've had, I've had liberals who have come up to me after an immigration workshop and said, I can't believe that, that the conservatives think that immigration is okay and, and they don't want to just ship everybody out of the country. And the real problem is only with um, illegal immigration. What kind of satisfaction do you get out of this? George, you've been you've been all over the place. You're you're retired now. You could probably be on the road traveling right now, as opposed to trying to bridge these two uh, sides together. Just hanging out in Greece yeah. on one of the islands, George. <laughs> Instead, you're here with, with two you know two groups of people who can't see eye to eye. Well, that's well, right. At I the mean, end of the day, when you put your head on the pillow, what kind of satisfaction do you get out of this? Well, I get a lot of satisfaction out of it. I'm um, I'm I'm concerned about our country. I'm concerned about our community, and I'm concerned about my friendships, you know, I want, I want to do everything I can that will help to heal our country. And uh, so I, I mean, I'm working harder now than I was at the end of my career. I'm not surprised that you're working harder. Uh, I think your job is harder now. Well, absolutely. <laughs> A lot probably, huh? You know, I mean, when I, when I tell people what I'm doing, they'll, you know, their initial reaction is, Oh, well, you know, how's that going? Um, 
uh, I thought you were going to, you know, (laughs) it seems like uh, you really can't do much uh, for such a big problem. But are you doing very much, do you think? Are you making a dent? The thing is that I'm doing what I can. I'll probably misquote um, Burke, uh, who said, don't stop trying because you think you can only just do a little. And that's kind of been my attitude, that even if I can only make a small difference, I'm going to try whatever I can do. George, uh, as people get ready to sit down, sit down all across this state again with family and friends, coworkers, what have you, uh, later on this month for the holidays, if they haven't been through your class, what do you, what suggestion do you have for them? If they haven't been through this, what suggestion do you have for them to kind of bring their individual groups together again? Well, I'd say the the first thing and maybe the most important thing uh, is to listen. It's to listen respectfully to what other people have to say and try not to judge them and try to just be quiet and let other people talk. And when when someone else tells you what they think and they realize that you're not mocking them or you're not judging them, then that opens up the possibility for them to listen to you. George, I appreciate you uh, joining us on Yolitics here, man, and uh, keep up the great work. It's just, I'm glad somebody is doing this. I think this state needs it. So great talking to George there. I didn't realize they had so many of these meetings happening in Texas. Uh, where have they been for Tanya Iser's family? Like <laughs> she, They would be perfect for this. Tanya needs to go through this course. But we, we were... Trying to find out someone who has actually gone through the course. Someone on the right, someone on the left. Yeah. I want to hear from them. Does this actually work? What have they taken away from this? What What can they tell Tanya yeah, before I want, she goes? I want to know, are they still able to employ it? Like after you leave the group and some weeks go by and you keep on hearing things that might just grate on you. Is it? Do you, do you retain it? And so next week, we're going to sit down with someone on the right and the left to see what they actually learn. To see hmm. what they're going to take to the holidays with their family this year. All right, guys, thanks for listening to Yolitics. And uh, be sure to tell your family when you see them, hey, we don't have to talk about politics. You can listen to politics. Get them to download it. Uh, And uh, we'll see you again next week.